Shalom and welcome to The Jewish Yogi with Emily Hertzfeld, the podcast exploring Jewish thought, belief, and practice with yoga philosophy, values, and practice. Shalom and welcome to The Jewish Yogi Nash of an episode about Passover, Pesach, which is coming up this coming Saturday night. The theme of Passover is freedom. Hebrew has two words for freedom. The first one is called Chofesh, and the second one is Chayrut. Chofesh is used in modern-day Hebrew as vacation, or refers to the biblical slave going free. It's the concept of freedom from something, like slavery. Chayrut, which is actually used in the Haggadah, as in Bnei Chorin, talks about moving forward towards something, a purpose, a mission, a responsibility. It's interesting that the Haggadah does not use the word for freedom that is connected to slavery, but rather the word for freedom that is connected to moving towards a mission or responsibility. Think about that question for a little while. So the next question is, so where does yoga come into all of this? In the yoga tradition, there's a concept of moksha, which is actually one of the four aims of life, according to the tradition. It means freedom, liberation, emancipation, and even enlightenment. It talks about freedom from duality and dualistic thinking, including the idea of getting rid of the ego and the illusion, maya, that we're separated from God. Because remember, we all have the spark of Hashem, God, inside of us. In yoga's main text, Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, in Book 2, Number 48, it says, Thereafter, one is undisturbed by the dualities. In Sachananda's commentary, he explains, If you make the posture firm and comfortable, then you are not affected by the dualities. Neither heat nor cold, praise nor censor, profit nor loss will affect you. You are neutral. Whether someone blesses or curses you, praises or pulls you down, whether you gain or lose a million dollars, you will be neutral. Just by posture alone, you can rise above the dualities because the mind is under your control. That's a great idea. So the whole idea about using postures helps to clear the illusion of dualities keeping you centered and letting go of the ego. We will briefly discuss asanas, postures, at the end of the podcast. Let's look at a simple and clear example of dualities. A door threshold that you're entering through. This is a place where you're entering one place and leaving another. You're in the middle of two different places, duality. But think about us Jews. What do we do at a threshold? We place a mezuzah at the threshold. And what is inside the mezuzah? Yes, the Shema. And what is the main tenet of the Shema? Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. That there is only one God. But there is another understanding to Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Not only that there is one God, but that every single thing is God. There's only one thing. It's all God. And we should try and see the godliness in everything, and that is part of our mission for coming down here. How can we bring the divine into everything and bring about the spark of Hashem that is everything, particularly now that we are free? Returning to the concept of freedom, that is the message of Pesach, we all know the phrase, with freedom comes responsibility. Pesach time, the theme is freedom. The Jews were redeemed and became free from Egypt, went to Mount Sinai, Har Sinai, to receive the Torah, the Ten Commandments, and enter into this very important relationship with God, which is often compared to a marriage. Marriage, ideally, is based on ultimate love, and through this you become entwined together. Again, this brings us back to all is one concept, and the non-duality idea that God is everything, which we have in Kabbalah and yoga. 
God takes care of us, and we take on the responsibility to do Hashem's mitzvot. In a Jewish mindfulness class that I've been taking recently, it talks about being mindful and by doing mitzvot just in the moment, not because you want the reward of, let's say, for example, with charity, tzedakah. Well, if I give tzedakah, I'm going to feel great about myself. Or maybe that other people are going to praise me for doing something so great. Or even the ultimate future result that someone else will be able to feed their family. That is awesome, but going to a higher level is just to try and do the mitzvah in the moment for the sake of the mitzvah. And again, that connects us to taking upon the responsibility of Hashem's mitzvot because we are free to do that. So let's tie it all up. Pesach, freedom, and yoga. So to help support our growth away from duality thinking, that we and our ego are separate from Hashem, God, we can try alternate nostril breathing, which is done with the Vishnu Mudra. This is the hand pose where the pointer finger and the middle finger come down into the palm and the thumb is for one nostril and the ring and pinky fingers are going to be used against the other nostril. Start by leaving the right nostril open as you press against the left nostril and breathe up slowly through the right nostril. When you're full up, press against the right nostril. Then bring the fingers away from the left nostril, opening the left nostril, and breathe out through the left nostril. When empty, slowly breathe in through the left nostril. When you are full, press against the left nostril with your fingers, and then take your fingers away from your right nostril. Breathe out through the right nostril. That is one cycle. People often do cycles of nine, so please do what's comfortable for you. Circling back to what Patanjali says about using the asanas to learn to be undisturbed by the dualities, using restorative poses can help since they are easier to stay in for longer amounts of time. Good choices for restorative poses are, one, supported child's pose. So if you have a bolster to use, or you can use a pillow or two under your chest. That's a great way to hold this pose for a while, trying to focus on your pose and get your mind away from dualities. There's also legs up the wall where your bottom is against the wall as your back is against the floor and then your legs are up against the wall. And then there is, of course, Shavasana, final resting pose, the ultimate joining with God. These are just some example of restorative poses. Next week's episode, we're going to be focusing on counting the Omer and the first week, which focuses on chesed, loving kindness. I want to wish everybody a happy Pesach and may we only know freedom and may we be free to do only good for this world and be able to find the divine everywhere. Chag Sameach.